Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's backdoor cover. It's June... Whatever day it is. June 9th. Let's go. go. Thanks, buddy. We're coming to you Tuesday morning. I'm Micah. That's Brad. This is Backdoor Cover. What's good, buddy? You know, another day, another dollar, brother. How are you? Uh, yeah, something like that. I got a barky dog, so if Charlie starts acting up, you'll know what it is. But uh, other than that, a bad dog? You know, are you telling Charlie bad dog? No, she's not a bad dog. She's a good dog. She's just... How is Charlie doing? You know, Tell us about Charlie, Micah. She's a little barky. That's it? That's she's a, It's a dog. Of course it's a barky. That's exactly right. Don't I? The, I can't have this argument with anyone else. How eloquent! I'm, I, I'm on Team Charlie. Uh, one of the people that uh, I that lives with me. Okay. Uh, is, <laughs> not Charlie. Is upset by yeah, is upset by the barking. Oh. But there's just not much I can do. There's only one way this dog can communicate, and sometimes it's via bark. But right now she's good, and uh, she's a puppy, so I'm I'm pretty happy. I remember yeah. the last time we talked about Charlie. You told me uh, she is not allowed in the room or to sleep in your bed. Has that changed? She's still not sleeping in the bed. She sleeps in her crate in the other room. Um, God. In the other room? Can, yeah. Do you still play heavy metal and, and run a strobe light all night while she's in there? Uh, no, no. It's it's not too crazy. <laughs> Good. It's you're not, too you're crazy. not hazing her. You're just making her sleep in her own room. She's a big dog. Now. Yeah, it's a very peaceful environment for her. And then every morning she wakes me up at 6.15 with uh, several yelps. So Yeah, so uh, she, her bark carries room to room in your apartment. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, she's surprisingly loud for an eight and a half pound dog at this point. But, and that is uh, your Charlie update. That's dog talk. How's Ralph the dog doing? He weighs we about, about 112 a more pounds than Charlie. Oh my god! His bark is ferocious, but uh, he doesn't use it all that often. Only if the mailman or whatever the the Amazon delivery man comes up and knocks on the door, that agitates him. But other than that, he is a generally very happy creature. Um, doesn't jump. He is as easily much as he triggered used to. though. Oh, he when when he is uh when he's excited, it, it you can hurt your knees and stuff. He could bump into you hard. You just got to keep an yeah, eye. Yeah, hundred. He's a hundred twenty pound snowflake. I mean, he's got hops like you wouldn't believe. Like he could jump over our couch without touching it, no problem. He's a monster. He's got a really badass mohawk right now too. I uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I shaved a pandemic mohawk on into him. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what else I love? I love sports, and sports seem to be kind of coming back there is a lot of ufc news mm-hmm. there's some college football news we can talk about excellent there is uh nba news obviously so, so we're always. not turning into a dog podcast we're, we're actually gonna talk sports today that's right excellent. and uh we're gonna do this podcast in 30 minutes or less 30 minutes or it's free domino style damn let's get it yeah three minutes in so uh easy listen uh quick promo of course mind of micah i have no idea what i'm gonna record this week uh, when I'm going to record or what I'm going to record. So that's what great. a promotion. That's it's bringing me a ton of anxiety. But it, it's the mystery bag. In other news, you can go back and listen to uh, Brad and I broke down Top Chef. We're coming. We're hurtling towards a finale at some point. That was a good episode. Uh, we did last week. Hired. I also talked about. I gave some thoughts on uh, what's happening in the world uh, earlier on Mind of Micah. I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I wish there was like fun, stupid stories to share. Or you should roast uh, Pete Carroll. You like to talk shit about him. I, I don't like Pete Carroll. I don't like conspiracy theorists. Yeah, um, so you should talk that's trash. A, yeah, I don't think that's enough for a podcast. Okay. Uh, considering Pete Carroll didn't really say anything about me. We'll keep workshop. I would love. 
Let's move on to. I mean, I would then. love for Pete Carroll to come out and say something about me, and then I could go at him. But that has yet to happen at this point. Mm, maybe you should um, get in his Twitter mentions or something. You know what? I I, I don't want to. I'm not trying to bait Pete Carroll into a feud. Okay. I'm just not going to do that. Okay. But it's thank you. you. Uh, it's big. What, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, the hoops or the college football or the pros? Let's talk hoops, college football, then pros. Okay. What do you think? Great. I just said whatever uh, order you said it in. That's why I said it. Well, let's start with the NBA we, the, uh, the, the, and UFC. Why don't we start with UFC? Okay. Because UFC is happening. There's a lot of actual news. Conor McGregor has retired for a third time. Uh, probably for like a week or two. We'll see what happens there. Okay. In the meantime, John Jones, the big story is, in addition to Connor, is John Jones and Jorge Masvidal are angry and feuding with Dana White over okay. how much money they make, basically. Uh, Masvidal has now said that he wants to be released from his UFC contract. John Jones says he's he's willing to vacate his title, even though he just continues to get arrested for DWI. I don't know why he still has a title, but that's <laughs> a whole nother thing. Uh, they're complaining. And, John uh, Jones is the one who are, gets into New Mexico stripper altercations, right? Yes, Albuquerque. Nice. Albuquerque, and that's then, it. Uh, yeah. Remind me again. Although how he many, was, how many? To be fair, he there? was. Oh yeah, go ahead. He was. He was videotaped this this week, like stopping protesters from uh, from from breaking things, huh. uh, or rioters, I should say. I won't call them protesters, but Interesting. people that are were trying to be hoodlums. And then imagine that you're walking down the streets of Albuquerque, about to spray paint some shit, and John Jones rolls up behind you. Worst That's case scenario. Worst case scenario. There's no doubt about that. So remind um, me, how many fights have there been to date since the pandemic hit? Have there? There's the been UFC a couple, is, yeah. The UFC has put on five cards. And has there been any COVID-related uh, outcomes after those? Not since, not afterwards. There was the the first fight they had. That's there right. was a Cuban fighter who had, along with his two cornermen, all tested positive. But n- there hasn't been any other publicized positive test. Uh, these events have gone off pretty well. The the there was a fight on Saturday. There was a card on Saturday. It was ridiculous. Hmm. Uh, wild knockouts. Uh, just absolutely crazy. There were two like absolute, just ridiculous knockouts. Well, that's really encouraging, uh, though, right? Because people aren't. I mean, the big fear was that they would be spreading COVID rampantly ab- amongst their fighters, and it sounds like that's not been the case. And even with training and and travel, it's not. Uh, it's not had too many bad results. So that's encouraging. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, UFC 250 was over the weekend. And what didn't look like a great card on paper uh, turned into a very memorable night. Uh, Amanda Nunez won easily. Uh, somebody bet a million dollars on her to take home 116000 And, you know, I don't care who you are, $116,000 is pretty good. Not bad. On a uh, um, women's cage fight. That is that is ballsy. She was a pretty heavy favorite, but that is, is well done. The other thing that's happening right now, there's a lot of announcements. The UFC... The, the big one in my mind, Stipe uh, Miocic will fight Daniel Cormier for a third time August 15th. Okay. Uh, Holly Holm is fighting some uh, Adalnya on August 1st. And then what was the other? There's one in July. The UFC, UFC Fight Island is actually happening. Fighter they Island. They're hosting, yeah, they're hosting uh, UFC 251 in, in an island in Abu Dhabi. In July? Which isn't quite as much fun as huh. what we originally were were led to believe that Dana was buying an island somewhere and it would be totally 
like without laws and just turned into Fight Island. But apparently it's in Abu Dhabi and they've had events there before. Um, and, you know. Okay. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Abu Dhabi uh, and the UFC partnering with them. I think this is mostly international fighters. Uh, three championship bouts in 251, though. Uh, uh, Kamara Usman will face Gilbert Burns. Uh, you'll also see a featherweight title rematch between uh, Volkanovski and Max Holiday, and Peter Jan will take on Jose Aldo for the vacant bantamweight championship. So this will actually be, uh, on paper, a very good card. Nice. So UFC is actually happening on Fight Island. Uh, Dana White is still feuding with Dan Levitard. Uh, that's a whole other thing that's, that's not really worth uh, talking about. Yeah, matchup. Yeah, um, but I'm excited for Miocic Cormier 3. I know not everybody is, but I am. Um, I just can't believe Fight Island is a real thing that's happening next month, but that's it. And, you know, these fighters are mostly mad about pay. Uh, John Jones has come out and said that, like, he, he fought for, like, $2 million every time he had the, the belt, mm-hmm. which he probably should have had made a lot more money, uh, which is valid. Dana White said, like, no, these guys have to fight. They don't have to fight. There's a pandemic fight ha- going happening. They don't have to fight. They don't have to fight. That's kind of his standard okay. uh, line. Let me ask you, you know, this. Is yeah. there a date of a fight coming up that you are comfortable coming over here and watching in my backyard? Are, you, are we there I, yet? I, I will watch a cage fight in your backyard. In the I'm next couple months? I, I will do it next week. Oh, wow. You better ask the missus first. Although I I also talked to uh, to Pierce, and he, he sent me a text. He is super excited for the next fight, um, and so we might have to be in his backyard. Okay, all right. As long as we're in so, a backyard together. I haven't seen you if in we're months. In a, if we're in a backyard, that would be great. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. Okay, nice. I don't, you nice know, little, I, even, I'd like to see Ralph. You know, he would like to see you. I bet he would lose his mind. So, yeah, these fighters, um, mostly they're mad about mo- uh, money. I, I mean, I don't know if anything is is going to come of this. The, the argument goes that, you know, UFC fighters make like 11% of the total gate of these fights, whereas, you know, in the NBA and in the other sports player, you know, players have unions and they mm-hmm. make 50 or 60% of the revenue or 50, 51, 52% of the revenue where these guys get almost nothing, um, comparatively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, Dana White is, I don't know how this is going to work because the UFC has absolutely 100% is a monopoly. They're not going to go like these guys all three of those, well, maybe Connor, but if the other, if Masvidal and John Jones went to Bellator, Dana White's not blinking an eye. Bellator's not going to compete with with uh, UFC. It's just not going to happen. Gotcha. They're they are a large, powerful thing. Like they could go there and they could make more money, but it's just not going to move the needle the way the UFC does. Uh, UFC is on ESPN. They're on t- free TV all the time. It's just you know, that's not it. Uh, the 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 other highlights from the fight Saturday the card Saturday Sean O'Malley who looks like Takashi six one nine or six nine are you familiar with Takashi six nine I don't know who the fighter is nor do I know who Takashi is but okay go ahead. well the he, audience surely he, does some people do Sean O'Malley has face tattoos and uh, has his hair colored in three different colors like he's banana he looks bananas but had a violent knockout as did Qu- Cody Garbrand Cody No Love Garbrand who had one of the dopest like walk off shots at the end of the second round with like one second left just clocked this dude with a right and then walked away no and, love's uh, a pretty guy did not nickname. make it yeah no love is a great nickname so that's what's happening in the ufc okay. there's your ufc that was your your combat sports minute shouts to dave ruff it was excellent. um 
Yeah, that was kind of fun. Let's let's talk some NBA news. Uh, we'll start with the Knicks. The Knicks have now, eight days after the Knicks owner James Dolan sent an email to the staff explaining that, that the Garden Company, MSG Company, would not uh, publicly comment on the outrage following George Floyd's death. The company has now issued a statement. Um, so That guy sucks at PR. Yeah, and he's defiant, but apparently they, he didn't say anything about uh, the word police or Black Lives Matter, so I'm sure some people will find this not to be enough. Um, mm. Apparently there was like a revolt inside the building that people were pissed about it. Um, that fucking guy. But, yeah, that guy. I, I still don't believe the Spurs. I think the Spurs are the only other team that had not put out a public statement, although mm-hmm. the Spurs had put out like a million different things on their Instagram and social channels of, of their players and coaches talking out about racism and talking about Black Lives Matter. So it's yeah. a little different, although the owner of the Spurs is uh, a huge Trump supporter and financier. So uh, take with that what you will. Yeah, he should probably keep his have... mouth shut then. It's actually like her. Uh, it's actually... Uh, oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, there was a divorce. And uh, what's the guy's name? Tom, uh, Tom, not Tom Hicks. Whatever, the Caterpillar guy. Okay. Uh, his wife now owns the team. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's talk about the NBA's 22-team restart in uh, Disney World, which okay. is crazy. Uh, Brad and I, we've been talking about this for weeks, but we haven't really talked about what it's going to be now that it's been announced. I have to say I'm like still very surprised and confused. Well, I, I'm not confused, but like of all of the possible scenarios, this one seemed the least likely to me that we're going to have 22 teams. Yeah. And they're going to play eight games and then they're going to go to the playoffs. There's going to be a possible play in tournament for the eighth seed. Depending on how, they, how things shake out. Disney Cause they're World. doing eight regular season games to end the, the, the regular season. Right. Right. And, and if any, team is within four games of the eighth seed right then there will be a play-in tournament so the other thing that's weird about this it's i think it starts at the end of july they're thinking it's gonna run like the 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 finals could run all the way through october like how is there that many games it just doesn't seem like there's that much basketball to play like four months is that what that comes out to july it would be three three months inside the bubble uh which would be a long time and like the i don't think like we're gonna get some all time stories. Somebody's got to write a book about this. You think so? Like what? The the teams that are in there are going to be quarantined in there without their what? From what I've heard, they can't have their families there until the end of the first round. Huh. So at minimum, guys are going to be there until for six weeks, all by themselves. I also without, heard they, like they're opening up Disneyland to like the public. So like I guess they'll just get Disney off World, a piece of it, apparently. whatever, whichever one. Yeah, it is. But, I, yeah. I would imagine that the public isn't going to be any able to get close to Giannis. Uh, but yes, they are. The park is reopening in some, some way itself. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I think the Lopez twins are like humongous Disney nerds. They could be, uh, they could be apparently they own there. houses inside of Disney. Such fucking <laughs> nerds. Or like they have a condo. Could you imagine seeing or, a seven foot two goon and his seven foot two twin brother walking around Disney World with yeah, a bunch of kids. It'd be crazy enough to see one, then you see the other one walking by. They're gonna have to get some really big Mickey Mouse ears for those guys to wear. Well, um so eighteen or twenty two teams what what is uh, help me with the math here. Nine from the east and thirteen from the west, which just it still seems weird. 
Like, why yeah, are we at 22? Why aren't we at 20? Why are we at 24? Why, why aren't we at 32? Like, or 30. There's only 30 teams in the league. But, like, 22 just seems so bizarre. Um, I understand some teams are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs already. I, I know Golden State is. I don't know if anyone is in the East. But uh, I think there are a couple. But, yeah. you know, anyways. Well, obviously, they're here eliminated we are. now. They're not invited. Yeah, well, exactly. But here we are. Uh, I, I for one, am very excited. There's, they, there could be up to seven games a day. There's three courts. This shit's going to be like March Madness every day. It's going to be so and, awesome. And uh, as someone who's basically unemployed, this is going to be dope. I hope they have a lot of day games. Yeah. I, I want to watch think basketball going, I mean, I think I they're going to play games like noon, three, and eight or something. Or Goodness. noon, four, and eight. That's going to be like so that. awesome. Yeah. Things to look forward it's to, man. Yeah, so that starts July thirty first. Um, your favorites, Milwaukee is the big uh, is well. The Lakers are the biggest ve- uh, Vegas favorite at plus two hundred. Milwaukee plus two seventy five. Um, Who do you like? Toronto. What's, what's your uh, What's your feel? What's your? Well, I um, did. You know the Spurs. Uh, I did kind of like the Spurs to make a run at the playoffs anyway. But then it was announced yesterday that LaMarcus Aldridge had, had surgery, and so he will not be playing. So I do not like the Spurs' chances. And now I'm yeah. just sort of irritated that they have to go. I would imagine, here's my prediction. Okay. I imagine Becky Hammond coaches the Spurs. That'd be tight. That Pop is like, he's, if not the oldest, one of the oldest coaches. And he's like, you know what, we, there's no chance we're going to win this thing. Uh, there's a very, un, very small chance we're making the playoffs anyway. Becky, go go run this thing. Go run this team for eight games. Watch her um, make a run under her uh, leadership. That'd be tight. They did win the summer league a couple years ago when she was the coach. That means nothing, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the Clippers, I like the Clippers still. I've liked the Clippers all season. The Clippers are yeah. plus 325, which seem like those odds are too too high for them. They're built for the playoffs, right? Like, they look like a really formidable opponent no matter who they're matched up with. Yep. I mean, you put Kawhi and Paul George out there the Yikes. defensively. Plus, you've got you know the the point guard they have um, and Lou Williams coming off the bench. I mean, they're this is a scary squad. Talk about and, Bev, uh, Pat Bev, Pat Bev. Yeah, and in a in a season in a playoff scenario where teams are going to be playing every other day, uh, we'll see if that leads to you know they they have the best bench in the league. So we'll see if that if that helps them. I wonder if players will uh, go to the games and be like in the stands that aren't if they aren't playing. Like I, I wonder if Pat Bev is going to go and like heckle the shit out of um, like Russ oh, man, Westbrook that would be and so stuff. Great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have everybody mic'd up on the sideline talking trash. Denver is the other dark horse I like here at plus two twenty or mm. plus twenty two hundred. I should say twenty two to one underdogs. It's um, a bold prediction. They get some players back, and I could see them making a run. You I'm know who's going to be spicy is Portland. I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but they've got like two or three guys coming back. Yeah, Portland does have guys coming back. They just have a long way to go, and they, I, yeah, I they don't. S- Dame seems distracted. He didn't even want to come. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets are plus fifteen hundred. I mean, um, they're they could win it all because they could just go on a hot streak and just hit threes for three straight months, or they could go cold and get their ass whipped. Who knows? They could lose to anybody. They could beat anybody. They're kind of like variable. Sixers are the same way to me, at least in the East, plus 2,500. I don't think the Sixers can beat the Lakers or Clippers, but I could see them getting hot and beating the Bucks. Um, there's a lot of teams here that are interesting. I, I'm excited to see Memphis on the big stage. Yeah. Uh, Memphis in the eighth seed right now with Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant. Uh, they're an exciting team, 
and having a chance to see them play against good good opponents. I mean, I don't know if they how they're going to do, uh, but it I would be pretty Justice awesome. I wonder if Justice Winslow is healthy. He could be a big addition for them. Remember, they picked him up in a trade, and he was yeah. injured or whatever with Miami. So he would be. Let's see, he only played in eleven games with Miami. He's taken a patient approach to rehab. Can the Grizzlies get an immediate boost from Winslow? Perhaps he's been practicing with the team and displaying explosiveness. Yikes! And now he'll have a little brief training camp. Uh, I, I like the Wizards here. They're uh, at by least the way, really Morant, fun to watch. Morant leads the Wizards with seventeen point nine points and six point nine assists a game. He's so good. According to Elias, Morant can join. How about these names? Elgin Baylor and Michael Jordan is the only rookie since 1947 to lead a playoff team in points per game and assists per game. That's pretty Jeez. good. You know, our boy Jonte uh, Porter is on that team, too. Oh, really? I did yeah. not know that's where Jonte ended up. All right. Uh, for some reason, Orlando is playing in this, which is funny. They're plus 75,000. Um, <laughs> don't like their chances to do anything. I guess they're not, technically not in the fan, playoffs huh? to start the playoffs. I just don't think they're going to win anything. They're currently 0-9 against this season com- combined against the Bucks, Raptors, or Celtics. Yikes. Which they'd yeah, have to the, face one of those the teams. They're the eight so. seed at the moment. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, Portland plus 7,500 uh, 7, is a team that's getting a little healthier, um, but we'll see what happens with them. It's going to be so fun, They can get man. Nurkic back and, and Collins. Uh, plus, I've got Carmelo and Whiteside. We'll see what happens. I, I mean, that, that's another fun team. Uh, the Pelicans are a team that was favored to make the playoffs in a lot of statistical models because they're they're a super easy end of the season schedule, schedule was super easy. It's going to be a little harder now, um, but we'll see. They're plus five thousand. They've got pretty good odds uh, for a team that that's going to be lucky to be the eight seed. But Dallas would be really um, fun. How about Sacramento at plus two hundred thousand? Ooh, that's what a, a, t- that's, a twenty thousand value one. for you. Yeah, yeah, twenty thousand one. The uh, Spurs are plus a hundred thousand to one, or plus a hundred thousand. That's ten thousand to one, and without Lamarcus playing, I don't like their chances at all. I think Sacramento's got a better chance than them at this point. I wouldn't go that far. They yeah, Sacramento's but up anyway. on the game on them already. So there's a there's a your quick run. We we're skipping a bunch of teams, but you know there's some good stuff. We got. Six we'll deep dive it when we get closer to it, right? Yeah, yeah, we got time, and there will be more news. I mean, the the interesting thing to me will be apparently the the guide that the U, that the NBA is putting together is going to be a hundred pages long of rules and regulations, what these guys can do, where they can go, what they can't do. And we should get I think a gambling that, extraordinaire podcast together with the with all the degenerates. Oh yeah. yeah, that'd be. Fun. I just think at some point these players are going to look at that 100-page book and be like, wait, I can't go anywhere for six weeks, and I can't have my <laughs> wife, girlfriend, baby mama, other girlfriend visit at all. Like, things are going to get reckless. There's going to be some late-night card games. There's going to be, like, I, I, this could be a lot of fun. Legendary golf? Oh, there's going to be some legendary golf gambling. Um, let's go to college football. Michael Irvin Jr.? Mm-hmm. Is now uh, transferring Miami to from Miami to FAU. How about hmm. that? Uh, the biggest story I saw yesterday, not really on ESPN, but kind of bigger on Twitter. Former Iowa wide receiver Daryl Johnson Kulianos, uh, who I don't I'm not familiar with, claims Kirk Ferentz orchestrated a raid that led to drug charges in December of 2010. Uh, Clemson and Iowa have been having tough racial disparity weeks. Uh, there was a story about a Clemson coach using the N-word 
And uh, Dabo spoke for 14 minutes and said nothing, basically. Um, Iowa has been forced to very publicly deal with allegations of racial disparities within its football program. Hmm. Former players have accused the staff of creating a hostile environment for black players. Specifically, longtime strength coach Chris Doyle has made racist comments in front of players, which uh, Doyle has vehemently denied. Um, we'll see. This, this, I would keep uh, this. It's weird that we're not seeing any of this stuff on ESPN, mm-hmm. but I would keep tabs on it because Iowa seems to be a bit of a dangerous situation. Uh, Kurt Ferentz has been there a very long time, but who knows? There's some smoke there. Uh, Clemson, uh, Dabo could murder someone. He's not going anywhere. And, you know, as soon as Nick Saban retires, I'm sure he'll get the, the Alabama job and make $20 million a year. So Dabo's probably not too worried, but he's not good at handling I don't think he's stuff. leaving Clemson. I think he's uh, in his happy place. Well, sure. I don't um, think he'd leave for, for even for Bama. Oh, why I would you? Why would you go to the SEC West from, when you could k- hang out in the ACC, kick ass, and be in the playoff you know, every year? That's a great point. And get all the best recruits. He's still out cr- recruiting um, Bama and some, like maybe not across the board, but he's getting a lot of big recruits out there. Obviously, yeah. Not a whole lot of NFL news. Um, the the Drew Brees thing is finally kind of passing. Uh, we don't really. I don't have anything else to say about that. Yeah. Really, uh, after it. fourth or fifth apology and. Uh, Bill O'Brien and J.J. Watt are among the Texans contingent at George Floyd's funeral in Houston today. Um, let's see. Deshaun Watson's and DeAndre Hopkins have urged Clemson to stop honoring a slavery advocate on campus who has a building mm. named after him. Um, so we'll see. There's not much happening there. Yep. Lane Kiffin is making some noise at Alabama, or not Alabama, at Ole Miss, which is great. We love that. And uh, he's posting out, they're calling it the Lane Train, and he's posting videos. I'm, I'm all in on Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. I can't wait for them to be in um, NCAA trouble soon. And uh, okay. Okay. looking forward to that. And that's nice. pretty much all I got. I kind of run through it. That's Did nice. I miss anything? I'm sure there are people yeah, I... screaming at their at their car right now. There's important things that we didn't talk about, but... What do you let's think, uh man? let's do another one this week. We've uh, we've only been doing one a week for the last couple of weeks. Let's do another one, uh, and we'll we'll do a little deeper dive into specific sports instead of just kind of run through the headlines. But yeah, this has been good. A little update. Things are coming up. We got big things on the horizon, especially the NBA. So I'm pumped. I love it. Yeah, we're getting closer and closer to basketball, which will be amazing. Mm, golf this weekend too. Oh yeah, yeah. Who do you like this at, week? Uh, You've it's got a really a, stacked field. You got two minutes to hit a butter cut. Well, I, I mean, I haven't prepped myself. I'm going to look at it this afternoon, and, and probably we're trying to get Pete in the uh, studio maybe tomorrow. So uh, there you go. we'll circle back to that when we do our second episode this week. But um, where is the golf yeah. this week? Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh yeah, back uh, in Fort so, Worth. So yeah, and I, I mean the the field is stacked because obviously no one's played in so long. So like everybody wants to get in. Um, I heard Justin Rose is playing somehow. I guess maybe he lives in Florida or something, not over internationally. Because the one thing that did come out, the world golf rankings are going to start taking into effect this weekend. I think it may be even last weekend. But uh, Euro players are pissed because they can't participate because they can't travel. So uh, there's there's some heat there. We'll have to cover it on the next one. But things to keep an eye on. All right. Good stuff. Hit the outro music, Brad. Mm. Let me get you. Oh, Check out song. back. Well, check out Mind and Micah. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. We got a hard out here at 1 o'clock. 
Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.